When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. This episode of Heroes of the Horn is brought to you by Rafe Judkins, the guy who got voted off Survivor. We love you, Rafe. That was the trouble with the best of men. They always thought they were doing the right thing. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded... And we have answered the call. Today we are covering The Fires of Heaven, Part 2, Chapters 6 through 16. As it is good to be back into Randland, if you will. I know there has been some hot controversy around the Wheel of Time TV show. Um, We got maybe a teaser we weren't supposed to get. And it started all kinds of questions. We've been doubting. Uh, we've been questioning. People are split. They're split. Yeah, they're split. I, it's it's it, it reminds you of an episode of Survivor where in which you have to decide who gets voted on or voted off the island, right? So mm-hmm. it's wild. It's been it's been a wild, um, you know, time for six second teaser clips in the mm-hmm. wheel of time <laughs> you know i mean let me say this you know we did we did a full we did a full video on this but i we got to talk about it again because i mean we did we did a youtube video but we haven't really talked about it on the podcast yet so we initially got the sort of six they've all been six seconds but really they're not six seconds they're more like three because it's like two seconds, you know, it's like black and then it fades it fades in and out, right? And then it's like one line of dialogue and that's been it. So we got the initial Moraine one, which I was pretty harsh on um, because it was literally just her face. And I was like, you could have just used a picture, uh, you know, and it's just her face and her eyes open. That's all it is. It didn't tell me right. literally anything mm-hmm. um, about it. And I was pretty harsh on it. And some people pushed back and said, wow, Matt, Sir Matt is just being endless about his criticism of this. Well... It just caused me to question. I've sure. been questioning. I've been questioning a little bit. As mm-hmm. are we sure we have the right man for the job here? What? When is this show coming out? When are the details coming? 
when is all this stuff going to happen? Okay. And why are they showing us the clips that they're showing? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we said, I don't know, is Rafe the right man for the job? And we're going to get to that here in a little bit. Okay. (laughs) Because we've done some digging. Wow, we have. Yeah, I might I, be a little bit. I'm gonna. I might be a little bit. Might be a little bit of a dark friend here. But let let me just keep going. Mm-hmm. So I was very critical of the initial Moraine video. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then we got the land video, and I was like, okay, now we're talking mm-hmm. because we got to see him a little bit in action, right? And you know, I was like, okay, it's cool. We get to see the sword, the whole deal. It's like. That's a little bit cooler because it's like zoomed out enough. I can see a little bit of the costume, which is what we've been hoping for, seeing some of the costumes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm feeling good, feeling back on track here. Okay. Yeah. We know the show has been delayed with COVID and all this stuff. It may not come out this year. We don't know. It's still say- slated to, but I'm starting to think less and less that that's likely. Mm-hmm. So then things get a little interesting. Wheel of Time Germany or Amazon Prime Germany releases the same Moraine clip and it's zoomed out and we can see a little bit more of her costume. There's like a trollic in the background. Initially, I'm like, that is exactly what I said I wanted with the initial one. Why didn't they show us that in the first place? Which is still a question. Why didn't they show us that if they had this teaser already to go? Mm -hmm. Because they already confirmed that the line that she says don't underestimate the women, you know, the power people power of the women of this tower is not the line that's used in that scene that they said mm-hmm. that. So it's the exact same clip. It's zoomed out a little bit more so we can see a little bit more of what's going on. Sir Jimmy sent it to me. I'm like, that's awesome. Why didn't they just give us that in the first place? Well, then the questions start to arise because the fans started noticing some things like yeah. her costuming. Yeah. And yeah. they said it looks a little more modern. It looks kind of like a power suit, pants suit. The one some power people, suit. It, some people <laughs> said they'd they'd actually seen that at JCPenney. Right. They didn't know that the White Tower had a TJ Maxx, you know, just like <laughs> I couldn't believe so, those comments. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was overwhelmingly negative. We talked about it in our in our YouTube I video. I mean, I'm just I'm just literally I'm I literally just like randomly selected and just went down and it was negative, 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 negative. Um, and then this, and then the same sort of thing, um, the, the, the same, the same sort of thing on, on Twitter too, is just negative, negative. And I didn't even really notice it at first until I saw people point it out. Well, then the, the video got taken down with no explanation as to why it got taken down. Was it taken down because it wasn't supposed to be shown? Was that the initial, video that we were supposed to get and it got some criticism like mm-hmm. maybe they maybe they maybe they tested it and said hey what do you guys think and some people said well maybe it's going to look like she's wearing a pantsuit and people might push back on that and that's exactly what happened which is why we got it was it done to cause maybe some more talk because they don't have other clips ready to go is Rafe mm-hmm. the right guy to run the show oh my God, you know this is where these are the questions. These are the questions we got to ask ourselves. Where we're at, that was where we're at. That's why we started the the uh, top of this. Uh, it actually turned into, and I got a full disclosure here behind, behind the scenes conversation we had with Jimmy and Matt. And myself, we're we're over there just talking away, messenger. And I don't know when this happened. I can't remember when this happened, but I I do remember the idea is 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 presented. Was, was it Saturday? Okay. Well, no, our our whole conversation on Rafe. 
And, and who is this man? Oh, I know. It's the first time we actually said, let's go <sighs> really dig into this guy because his passion. Um, right. You know, we were just sold on like, okay, he, he's this guy. Right. Who, who is he, Matt? Who, who is this guy? Okay. So I will say, I will, I'll say this. So he's kind of really an unknown when it comes to actually like working on shows. He worked on Chuck. He did a little bit of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, and the best part was Jimmy had said to had said to me, like, because he, you know, kind of looked this up. Yeah, well, he also did Survivor. And I was like, no, bro. He was on <laughs> Survivor. And we were just and we were just we were just like trying to make we were just joking around being as negative as possible. And we we're just he was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like it's over. <laughs> So then we started looking up clips of Rafe on Survivor, and there's literally one where he just <laughs> like, falls it. into this like he's like trying to walk across this rope bridge. He literally God is like him. holding on. I think he he still holds on. So give so give him credit, although he did get voted right. off. And he literally he literally just like dunk, gets dunked right like face first in the water, and he's like still holding on to this thing. So he's like just like his, it's like this yeah. rope bridge. It starts to twist, and so he's literally just like. He's like he's like being held underwater, and so now we just jokingly, anytime we anytime we talk about why the show isn't out yet, we're just sending this photo back and forth to each other. We're like, this is where yeah. we're at right now. It, it, I mean, you know, this is where we're at. Yeah. And then in season one of Survivor, and in, in episode one of Survivor, he's talking about well, how he doesn't want to be the leader of the tribe. He doesn't want to step up to be the leader. Well, this is the guy who's supposed to be running a, you know, right, couple yeah. hundred million dollar TV show, and he, he right. he's not a natural born leader. I mean, what are we doing? I he's not a natural point leader. Jeff Bezos I, just sold the day before the yeah. the teaser dropped. Jeff Bezos sold five billion dollars worth of Amazon stock. Now, is it connected? I don't know. It has it's to over. Be. The show it is dead. The show is deader than that girl Rand tried to revive. Okay, Jesus I mean, it's, I don't God. think that, I don't think there's even with Calendar. Even with Calendar, not even with Calendar. But it, it it we'll call it the one teaser trailer that that just uh, end, ended the show stopped in its tracks. No, we're totally just right. uh, in, in jest, just just you know joking. Obviously, we're joking around here um, because you, you start to think. I mean, we're sitting over here going like, "Is this when is this show coming out?" Like, and really, you go back and you say, "All right, right, the nature of the pandemic, everything is the cards are stacked against them on this. It's a tough." series i think to adapt anyways brandon sanderson goes in talks to rafe and there's kind of conflicting like all right well uh, you know there's certain things you have to do to to adapt it um and so rafe if you're i know he listens to the episode so i figure we'll, we'll tell him here uh I'm sure he does right here and right now the the main reason we questioned why you rafe are are, are you the guy right to 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 be the showrunner to to lead us through this is i think correct me if i'm wrong matt but when you're voted off the island they extinguish your light, right? I mean, that is, that is true. <laughs> I'm pretty sure your light is gone. Uh, the light can't shine on you if it's out. It's out. And I, I, the other thing was, I, Matt said, he, he said, as there's no flame in the void, it's just void. I just it's void, so, man. The flame's gone. This, you know, See, look, I it, mean, gets, it got snuffed out. It's gone. It is gone. Um, so anyway, we just were having a, a you know, fun with that hopefully he doesn't hate us but uh because we you know did want to dedicate the show to him because we're just i said i i heard a rumor there was going to be like the trailer was going to drop this past wednesday and nothing yeah you know and then well, people and are then saying amazon and then amazon showed amazon ran a trailer for kind of like their upcoming fall shows we look not, not there in it. 
It's not there. Which so means it's not coming out. Now I'm thinking. And that is in the, and again, this is where we this is really my my worry for the show is because um not that I even if the show comes out in 2022, I'm not saying the show won't be successful, but yeah. I think the sh- I I truly believe that Wheel of Time is good enough that it could be as successful as something like a Stranger Things. Maybe not Game of Thrones. Maybe it won't hit that Game of Thrones level where it's like, you know, most mm-hmm. awards ever in television history, but something that's like a mega hit, like a WandaVision or a Stranger Things or House of Cards, you know, something that's one of those shows that like everyone's talking about when it comes on. It's sort of like when it comes on, that's the one thing that everyone is rushing to stream. Yeah. Um, and I think that it has that potential, but next year it just, it, I'm, my worry is, my worry is that one with the budget that we know about with the Lord of the Rings show, the Lord of the Rings budget is like $500 million. They're not going to say, well, we're going to hold off Lord of the Rings to give wheel of time a second. That's not how that works. Unless wheel of times budget is also that much. And I believing that less and less, the more footage I see of, of the show, not that it doesn't not going to look good, but it certainly doesn't look like $500 million. Um, and then now you have shows like Shadow and Bone, the Shadow and Bone. It's a sim, you know, same fantasy sort of thing. You have House of the Dragon, which is going to be absolutely enormous. So, I think if I, I think I think it's sort of safe spot if it does come out in 2022, if it comes out early, because I I think we believe House of the Dragon will be April, then that would give it sort of January, February, March. But at the same time, you just look at some of the shows that it's going to sort of be competing against. Um, yeah. And again, not saying it won't be not saying it won't be a successful show because like Shadow, look at Shadow sure. and Bone, Shadow and Bone. Oh, it's it's kind of big. It's a surprise. But yeah. is Shadow and Bone going to be as big as House of the Dragon next year? No. If no. if no. Loki, that's if the next Marvel thing came out the same day as Shadow and Bone, you know, it, it, it can get buried. Um, right. So my worry, though, is even in the beginning of the year, you're going to have like the Mandalorian coming out. You're going to have some of those shows that it's like that's the thing everyone's rushing to stream. Um, and so I just think if the, I think the best place for Wheel of Time would be come out in a lull where it can stand on a pose and it'll be something like Shadow and Bone right now where everyone's like, oh, man, what is this? This is awesome and sort of catch fire. And then mm-hmm. it can grow into something really really big i mean even stranger things ever season one everyone's like this show's awesome but it was like season two is where it's like okay now they've moved to the next level and it's like it's a top tier show and that'll probably be the same thing for wheel of time and i just i want it to succeed as much as possible and so my worry is next year is going to be stacked with similar content that it could get buried yeah. Well, l- let me give you this. I don't know which season it was. What season was Rafe in on, on the Survivor? Um, all I know uh, is there... The Survivor Guatemala. It's like, I think it's a, a season 11. I don't know. There's okay. literally like okay. hundreds of them at this point. Okay, okay. So I, what, I I'm, think there's what I'm 40 towards... seasons of Survivor, but I think yeah, it's because they so. run like two to three a year at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, my whole point is, is as you said, there will be multiple competitors on what we're calling the streaming island in 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 2022 and i think it's snuffed out we don't get snuffed out like we want that we want the flame to burn and especially when it's a new you know if it were a show that 
Yeah, like you said, it's all about the start of it. It's it's the catching fire. It's it's the igniting the flame and all that kind of stuff. And this is a great time to do it. It just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. And so we have to just kind of keep rooting that right. it is one of those shows that will stand out amongst the other shows. That it's going to come in there and people are going to be like, hey, I really like this cast. This is a really nice cast. This is really right. cool and interesting. The power, you know, what they're doing with the power is different. Like, it's just going to be tougher, and which is why I'm even like, I'm with you. Let's go. I hope I hope this succeeds. Did you see, and I, I know some folks don't want to hear about leaked photos, but did you see some of the leaked uh, photos that were... It all looks, it all looks, it all looks awesome. It looks sick. It looks yeah. really and I'm, good. And I'm, I'm, I'm far more on board with Moraine's, and we said this in the thing, Moraine's yeah. suit, by the way, I yeah. think is that sort of, I think, I think, and Wheel of Time is this. I think people, maybe some people just the way they read it and stuff like that. And when people think about it, Wheel of Time isn't actually medieval. Mm-hmm. It is it is sort of like that. Uh, what is it? I think it's um, is it Victorian or Elizabethan, that sort of like riding suit. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? I still think she'll have like a cloak that goes over it or whatever. Um, yeah. So I don't think it's I don't think. It's, and actually, if you look at a lot of the fan art, actually, a lot of them are wearing those similar type of outfits. So I've cut, it was super fun to joke about it and stuff like that. And we were sending the the pictures of like Hillary Clinton that would like that all the, there was like during the 2016 election, there was all the joke. Like there was like there's just like photos of like Hillary, like in like rainbow uh, because she mm-hmm. was, you know, she always wore like a different pantsuit. And so it's literally the entire rainbow. And we were joking. We're like, wow, this is totally what the. The white, you know, the tower is going to look like all the Ajas assemble, and it's just all just, you yeah. know, all these different colors. Oh of yeah, fans. oh yeah. It's like, uh, just like ridiculous. yeah. Well, I, but I was, yeah, we were making the. I was thinking about walking to my school, my high school, and talking to my assistant principal and saying to her, calling her Sadai, you know, because she right. she got her suit on and she's walking around. And I'm like, is she black Aja? Is she is she black Aja? Might be. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It just so fun. yeah. So um, you. Know, yeah, it's it's fun, and yeah, I guess my, my hope is ultimately that it can come out because timing matters for a lot of shows. I mean, look at um, you know this past year. I mean, do you do you think Tiger King would have been as successful as it was? I mean, nobody benefited from the COVID pandemic more than that show, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous, and it and it's but it came out at literally like the perfect. It was like first week of lockdown and everyone's like what yeah. am i gonna you know it's like we're all scared that a real far more scared about covid than certainly we are now um because it was mm-hmm. still the unknown and everyone's losing their jobs and it was crazy it was a totally crazy time and yes. then here netflix drops this show like mm-hmm. it, it, you know it just happened to be yeah, like wild. at the right time where everyone's like all right well i guess i'm gonna watch this thing because everyone's talking about it wow this is crazy and then it blew up i think because of I think I think if that had launched like three weeks earlier, it just would have been you know whatever. But yeah, but it literally launched like the same week as COVID, and so everyone's like, mm-hmm. "This is nuts!" And that happens a lot. I think that's why Shadow and Bone, right? It was sort of after you know the Captain America or Falcon, whatever yeah. Winter Soldier thing. You know, there's like there's no other really fantasy things. So there's nothing ever that's like the this is the thing everyone's got to stream. I think that I think that happens a lot. Something just catches fire, and I think that if Wheel of Time does that, it could be huge, huge. Yeah, it could be huge. Yeah, you're right. Timing is is everything, and I'm I'm still hopeful. Maybe there's something else going on. I mean, we're talking to Jimmy, and and it's you know, are they finishing the last couple episodes? They're still finishing stuff up. I mean, COVID, you know, totally knocked them out of they couldn't finish the, the, the last two episodes. So what are you going to do there? I mean, that's, 
it's tough. I mean, that's not that's not their fault. I still it's think you like, could drop a trailer. Yeah, I, I think they and they may. Um, but it's like, do you drop a trailer for a show that's coming out in next spring? Is it? I mean, how yeah, far away is totally it? Can. Like, you know, yeah, oh, you can. Yeah, you, like, I mean, I just think we get teasers. We get we get thirty second teasers for movies that are coming out like two years from now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You think a full on trailer? Like, you think they could just? Well, I, I'm, I, I, think, think I think you get a full on like, trailer like, when it's finished. You know, though they don't really have a finished product. They haven't. They've only got six out of eight episodes. I mean, now they do, but like, that's, yeah, I mean, you the know, six I out of eight episodes is still that's that's eighty percent. That's eighty percent of the show, right? I mean, that's, so why haven't they dropped I don't the know trailer the math on that? But, why haven't they or dropped a, the trailer? a teaser? And all of the all of the footage seems to be from like episode one or an episode two. Yeah, maybe they're not nearly as far along. Maybe it's like, oh, well, we have most of episodes six. We know how they film some stuff. Sometimes they'll film stuff in episode one stuff in episode eight at the end because they're in the right spot and it's all going to work and yeah maybe they're not actually as far along as we think and the show isn't coming out until like 2023 no, i don't know about that but. i think we saw that some commenters <laughs> were people were saying like hey take your time do your thing i mean maybe they gotta go which back i'm and, fine with yeah i just wish i just wish we knew I, if they said today hey you know, due to COVID, the show's probably not coming out until 2022. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Early, yeah if does. you said early 2022, I'd be, I'd be fine with it just to give us a, a sort of idea of when it's coming out. I mean, that's fine. Right. right. Ah, goodness. Yeah, it would be nice to know. Next Wednesday, they're going to drop a trailer on us. They're going to be like, it's coming in the fall, but it wasn't listed. Sorry, guys. We're kind of wheeling and dealing over here. I don't know, right. man. Right. I, Comic Con. If we don't see some, if see, I think what I would do is I would drop a teaser now, relatively soon. It, and again, it could be like a minute teaser, and it's just, what is this? And then you drop a full trailer at Comic Con, you know, digitally or whatever. You don't have to go if if they're even doing it this year. Because these but. teasers, have you seen anyone else do six second? I mean, by the three second teasers, I don't. No, I don't really know that I've seen this. I, like I, I, more more. More people do still images. They just do still images. Here's what a character looks like in full costume. Yeah, I don't like. Do you remember? Do you remember? Remember Justice League? Do you remember when? But I mean, when they were first showing stuff like that, they showed like Aquaman. It was just like a black and white photo of Aquaman in like full costume. That was way yeah. before we saw anything else. But it was like you get to see the guy in full. Co- I think we saw Wonder Woman in full costume like two years before Batman vs Superman came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens? We got the little teaser. It was like starts with Finn and the desert, and then it ends with the Claymore saber. It was like 30 seconds, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the same. So, yeah, you're, that's a good point. Also, um, we just recently, House of the Dragon, just released some still. I mean, maybe that stuff was leaked, or they were, I don't know what the whole deal was there. Just but straight like, up. That promotion has, that's a year away. And. You kind of watch the way yeah. it's being promoted and stuff, and it just feels very different. Now, again, pandemic, all that, we don't know. Matt and I have no, you know, tons of stuff going on behind the scenes, right. reshoots. We don't like the costume, whatever. So, right. who knows what's going on? But I don't, I don't know, man. I don't oh, know. God, we don't know. We don't know what their budget is. Too. You know, you have to. Right, right. But a teaser is kind of easy because it's not like to do a teaser. It's not like you have to go film more stuff. It's literally like, hey, we're gonna take footage we already have. Find a couple clips, throw it together, and here you go. Right. Can we survive this? Can we survive? 
I don't know, man. Gosh, I don't think I don't think so. Rafe's light, Rafe lights went out. <laughs> That's wild. All right, it's wild. All right. Well, let's do this then. Let's dive in. If we can't talk, I mean, if we can't get the show, if we can't get trailers and stuff like that, let's get back into a freaking epic, awesome book series. And by the way, we are totally rooting for that show and Rafe, and we want everything to be successful. We're just we kind of being, you know, what have you. So here we go friends we are into uh part two part two my friend part two as chapters 16 uh, six through 16 so this actually seems like a lot more chapters considering we did one through five but i actually i spaced this book out and there, it's all roughly about five hours of reading time sometimes you just get a chapter it's like 14 minutes and then sometimes you get a chapter that's an hour and 40 minutes so just kind of how it all works so a lot, there's a lot there's a lot more chapters here but a lot shorter chapters so uh chapter six gateways Chapter seven, a departure. Chapter eight, over the border. Chapter nine, a signal. Chapter 10, figs and mice. Chapter 11, the nine horse hitch. Chapter 12, an old pipe. Chapter 13, a small room in uh, Sayenda. Chapter 14, meeting. 15, what can be learned in dreams. And 16, an unexpected offer. So, um, this block of chapters as actually is uh we kind of jump around uh, a little bit between a few different a few different groups we're going to start with rand um so last time you kind of remember man it seems like they're kind of pushing rand and avienda together a little bit mm-hmm. yeah they were i mean again it's the whole um the aio people are trying to preserve themselves and and the wise ones are like hey we got to you know, get her in there more. Rand's uh, seeing what them is like an obvious. They just are spying on me, and and they want to know what my move is, what I'm thinking. Because uh, the wise ones are still concerned about their people, and they have for you know, there's prophecies surrounding the Karkarn, and and what I mean, will he bring destruction to these people? I mean, is he going? Are they gonna? It's a big deal. They're they're like mounting up and following. Uh, the dragon reborn out of the, the, the waste. So, you know, mm-hmm. chasing after cool it in, yes. and, you know, so, so this is a chapter. Um, you didn't necessarily spoil the chapter for me. Um, but we were talking, we were, cause I was asking you kind of some questions about the power. I think it was in our last book. Um, we were talking a little bit about Balefire. Um, it wasn't in the podcast. You and I were just speaking off off the air about this. And this was the chapter I remember you sort of telling me about. Um, just not necessarily like what the context was surrounding it, but just sort of like how it kind of works. Uh, and so I, it was cool when I got to it because I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I'm actually glad you gave me that description because I think it, it made me appreciate this chapter that much more. Because this is the chapter uh, where some dark hounds show up mm-hmm. and Rand uses Balefire to kill him yep. and moraine's like whoa, 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 whoa. we gotta slow yes. our roll here man we gotta we gotta slow down right yeah and um shout out to uh i think it was lady lady heather who did a little bit of um kind of a post on balefire and just talking about how it works and different things but yeah moraine explains the danger of bell of balefire um, this weave that's used by Rand to destroy the Dark Hounds. They're under attack. We'll talk here in a sec about who sent the Dark Hounds and who's behind all of this. But Balefire pulls the thread from the pattern. So whatever the creature did 
till a certain point before it was bail fired ceases to exist. So let me say that again. So whatever the creature did up to a certain point before it was bail fired ceases to exist. So uh, I think she goes on to kind of say, um, talk about in the war of the shadow, whole cities were destroyed using this weapon. Um, kind of both sides, like they realized they could be unraveling the pattern, like they could be undoing things and not even see the ripple effect here and how undoing one thing can undo this and another thing. And the, the pattern just becomes unraveled. Um, there's a better, I, I think Lady Heather, I don't figure where this is from, but like talks about like burning that thread out. Uh, and it, it burning back and mm -hmm. things. So, um, but it's kind of like the butterfly effect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. D depending on how, how much you use this. Yeah. Both sides basically agreed to kind of, you know, not use it. Um, the weave is forbidden in the tower. Uh, Rand has seen Moraine use it once though. Rand can't promise not to use it again. So we just know that it's dangerous. And <laughs> I mean, you know, he's not promising her anything. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah. Well, it just seems like it's, 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 is it, I mean, it seems like almost like a nuclear weapon. Like, Hey, if you use it, then they start using it. And the next thing you know, the world's destroyed. Yeah. It, it kind of, it kind of does feel like that. Yeah. Like it's so dangerous that both sides are like, Oh no, we're not, you know, we're not doing this, you know? Cause yeah. Cause I think the idea is what happens if you bail fire, like, okay, there you bail fired a dark hound, right? Mm-hmm which is attacking Matt and then boom, you can use it and then it will basically erase them. So Matt was never attacked, right? It's almost in a way kind of doing some time travel stuff, but I guess the, the, the theory comes into, and I'm sure this is discussed and maybe it happens at some point. Um, what happens if you bail fire somebody whose whose pattern is relatively important? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a good, that's a good question. And, and here's the thing is <laughs> everything, yes, uh, everything shifts forever. Pretty much. Yeah. The pattern, the pattern has to, has to adjust. It'd have to move to, you know, maybe uh, different individuals, different priorities, responsibilities. It's, it's not one of those things like you're like, it's a real bad thing for it to be completely erased and ripped out uh, away from the pattern and all of it's. Yeah. Right. And so, so let, let's let's just the, theoretically here. Let's say that land fear. We'll just say you bat somebody bad doing it on somebody good. Let's say land fear bail fired Perrin. Like, uh, what would happen? Well, and that actually. So I think again. Let me see if we can find her post real quick because I maybe we should just read it because it was really good. Uh, it talks about basically the intensity of which you use bail fire is important. So did you use too much bail okay. fire? There's a level. There's a gauge to it. So like. If you use too much, well, it can burn that person's thread back even further. Uh, it, it, like all of the actions leading up to that point could be taken away. Let me see if I can find it because she definitely explains it a lot better than I do. And I right. really appreciate that. Right. Because if, if you were to say, I don't know that it would kill him and he's the dragon. So like if you bail fired Randall Thor, who's, you know, like ain't going to happen and all this stuff like. <laughs> right, but I'm just saying in in theory, right? Like, what uh, would happen, or even maybe somebody like Moraine, right? Who's like very obviously important, has done a lot of things, has probably done a lot of things in past patterns. You know, what would theoretically happen if you did that to somebody like that? Yeah, you know, how far back does it go? Are we talking like ages past the sixth and fifth and fourth, you know, turnings of the wheel and 
you know, all all of that stuff. Like, what are we talking about here? Because that could that could cause nations to rise and fall and crumble and never exist, which could cause totally different things. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, yeah, that's that's where I was trying to get into like the the intensity of it and how much of it's being used. If it's being misused and it's un, it's not understood, uh, you know, it's one of the reasons the tower is basically kind of you know outlawed it and everything. So, uh, yeah, it could definitely. It could definitely do some major damage. And there's actually a lot more I could say if I could flash forward to later you points just, yeah. in, in the series to better right. illustrate it. Because there's there's actually really important quotes later about it. I guess it's all I'll say uh, that I just can't use right now to illustrate my point. Right, which is, which is fine. I mean, obviously, we're we're just learning about it now. It's, it seems pretty obvious that going forward, Balefire is going to be used and... Uh, you know, at at moments when it obviously should not be, or is seems like it's the only option you have, and things will happen. And I'm sure it has been used in ages past in desperate moments. And, and yeah, and that's what Moraine like that. says. Yeah, it's 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 the the war there. It's definitely um, de- definitely back in the day for sure. It was it was a big deal. So yeah, I'll find it once I find it. I'll bring it up to you guys here. But yeah, okay. Um, so going forward, so that's kind of like the first part of this uh, ch- uh, chapter. Then we move into um, uh, a little bit more. Rand, Rand and Moraine are going to kind of have kind of a conversation here. Uh, Rand o- now opens a gateway, something Moraine didn't think he could do. So he's going to check on someone and tells her he'll see her in the morning. Uh, Dark Hounds had been near Asmodian's quarters. Did his traps destroy them, or did they go back to report? Rand removes the tracks and goes to check on the powerful Terangrial he hid elsewhere. There too, uh, they too are where he left them. Then Lanvir shows up and sh- uh, and sees him with a, the Terangrial. She thinks he is considering her plan. Loose Theron speaks mm-hmm. up and tells Lanvir. She is only am- ambition. Once he saw that, he didn't love her anymore. Lanfair says Osmodian has been telling lies about her. Rand, want- Rand wants to know why she is here. She tells him, uh, Robin sent the Darkhounds tonight. Uh, he is in Camelin, using Morgaze as a puppet to control Andor and gain the Sun Throne. When Rand's, uh, with Rand, Tyron soldiers moving into Kyrian uh, and Robin Andorian- Robin's Andorian soldiers crossing the border as well. Something has to be done soon. Uh, Lanfair now wants to know why he wards his dreams against her. He tells her he wards his dreams against everyone. He doesn't mention she is high on the list of people he wants to keep out, though. Lanfair claims she can break through, and uh, he wouldn't like it if she did. She has been looking at the wise one's dreams as well, and Egwene's. Lanfair seems to think he will get jealous if she tells him Egwene dreams of the prince, uh, the princes of Andor. Then someone approaches, and Lanfair disappears. Uh, Analia comes in and tells him the clan chiefs have come to see him. The Shido are on the move, and the other clans as well. They are heading for the Jengai Pass. If they leave now, they won't catch the Shido before they enter Kyrian. Rand gives the order to rouse the spears and prepare to leave at dawn anyway. He means to be as close behind them as he can. And I think that's, uh, I wanted to kind of read the whole summary there just to sort of set the page as to where we're at with Land, or excuse me, with Rand. Um, because actually a lot of where we'll be going forward is a lot of the other characters. So I just kind of thought that'd be a good place to sort of go with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Luce Theron speaking up and kind of telling Lanfear what's up. 
Yeah, uh, that's we, we get a lot of. Um, I mean, Lanfear is big thing, right? It's just we, we're learning more about um, her love, her obsession with Luce Theron, and there's been moments where she's had Rand slash Luce Theron in a very vulnerable position back in Tear and and other places, and seemingly is trying to help him in some way, and almost seemed to orchestrate giving him Osmodian. So that way he could be trained. So she's definitely weaving her own kind of web and net or whatever to, to use Rand slash, you know, uh, Luce Theron in whatever way scheme uh, she, you know, feels led to. Well, I, I don't want to say what she's up to right now, but, you know, she's up to something. It's pretty clear that she's, she's right. uh, about her own business here. And since there are so many connection, connections to Loose there, and I did find it. I do. I like. I just want to give lady. I I just wanted to give Lady Heather credit for this. So sorry, guys. I was searching for this, but oh, okay, yeah. Because okay. this whole thing is does tie back to a different time period. Uh, and Balefire is actually really. If we're gonna, we're in part two right now. I'll just go ahead and say this, and I don't mean to be spoilerish mm-hmm. or whatever, or be hinting one way or the no, other. No, but absolutely. Yeah, I wouldn't stop here if it weren't like actually kind of important. So. Heather said when I brought this up in the Shadow Rising, um, you know that. Uh, Sir Matt and Sir Ezra talked about Balefire a little bit. I thought that I would, I would uh, work to clarify a few things about Balefire here. So there are a few spoilers in this post, but they're they're further on down, um, and I'll, I'll skip. I won't when I get to those. I, I won't read those. Okay. So first, let me explain okay. um, that the wheel weaves us all into the pattern. Our lives are the threads in this great, um, you know, this this great weaving, right? Uh, In the normal course of our lives, our thread is cut at a particular time as the wheel decides it should be. Think of a pair of scissors snipping a clean cut through a thread. Balefire burns through the thread instead. Think of a thread touching fire. The more fire that is used, the further back the thread will burn. Now this goes against the pattern's wishes, so it takes a lot of power to use balefire at all. Um not to mention how much is burned up. So, and then here's the example. So this example is where the spoilers come in. And, th- and she posted this back when we were still in um, the shadow rising. But when Rand uses Balefire on the dark hounds in the fires of heaven, he uses enough power to push the pattern, a to push it back, push back the pattern a few seconds. Right? So that's this part, right? I'm, I'm not misremembering that. This is, we're at that part where, Mm-mm. yeah no uh, you're you're correct that's yeah. where we're at yep. okay so and and that's that's basically what's happening with these with these dark counts so that there we go it's almost like the more power that's used boom it kind of pushes that back and um will kind of undo what the dark counts had just done there for a second so yeah, yeah if that helps a little bit um and you have to be a super powerful channeler to do it and so the the i like the illustration of that burning thread right and that when fire it, you know, hits the thread uh, to end to end it. Um, instead of it cutting it clean and stopping it right there, it actually burns back a little bit. And the more that it's burned, it will continue to undo what you had just done, and it will become no more. If you cut a thread, it's still laying there, and all the events and actions that led up to that moment of it being cut with scissors, as as Heather says, it just lays there, and you can still see it. When it's burned, it goes back and it's gone, and whatever it had done prior is you know the. You know, it's it's kind of undoing uh, what what had been done. I'm sure someone has a better explanation for it, and someone can send that in or or follow up on Heather's post here 
And there's there's actually, if you go look at that post, there's tons more spoilers. So please be careful when you go to the Facebook group. Um, so Matt and I will get into full, full spoilers once we get to a memory of light and, and you know, uh, get after it once we get through all the books. Right. But there you go, my friend. Yeah. Just okay. wrap that up. Okay. All right. So uh, <clears throat> next chapter, chapter seven. Uh, here we're going to move into a few short chapters. Um, which is why this is so many chapters in this block, just because some of these are like 15 minutes. Um, so really, there's there's two points of view here. It's a departure. It's sort of a Gwen and then Moraine. Um, and really, I guess, uh, to, to kind of pull out of the uh, a Gwen part, is she kind of talks to Avienda a little bit, and um, you can tell that there's still some tension going on between Rand and Avienda. Uh, Gwen kind of wants to help her, um, and she keeps trying to offer to help her and Avienda tells her no. Um, and that's kind of that block, uh, really is, is sort of the thing. And then as they're getting ready to leave, Rand, uh, sort of uses the power and up comes some water right here in the desert. Uh, and they oh, sort yeah. of view it as yeah. almost like a miracle for the Aiel, which is pretty, which is, which is pretty cool. Um, and then it kind of, uh, Egwene, uh kind of, I think, is taken aback just a little bit. Anytime Rand uses the power, she's still kind of like, it's just weird <laughs> for her to see him doing. It's almost, I, I view it almost as it's almost like, and I think this is interesting. I think you get this a lot. Every time that Egwene and Rand talk, I think you get to see them um, just view, seeing the other person just grow up, but it always feels like they're growing up in a different direction. And it's just surprising to them because they knew each other so well, it seemed like. And now it's just like, wow, I just not... Never would have expected that, right? Well, and remember, once once it was, uh, to all of them, a man who could channel. Wow. Scary mm-hmm. thing. A scary yeah. thing. You know, like, yeah. he'll go mad. That, I mean, a man who could channel the power should be, and even largely, I think, around the world now, uh, it's still believed should be gentled. I mean, should be. So, right. Know. Yep. Well, here's, here's, somebody, here's somebody who is... Here's somebody who's using the, the the power and seems to have some control over it. So yeah. uh, then we move over to Moraine. She's also getting ready uh, to leave. And we get a little conversation between Moraine and Lan. And again, this is sort of them, uh, directions that they're going in and just kind of it being interesting. Uh, Lan see, says he sees Moraine as worried. They know the last battle's coming. Um, and Moraine kind of talks about how he's changing a little bit. Right. And a wisdom from the two rivers is at the heart, at the heart of it, my friend, at the heart of Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, she's been hinting and there's there's, you know, uh, she's got a plan. She's going to work through all that. It's going to be okay, Or is it what does she mean by she's handling it and she's going to take care of it? What we haven't trusted. I mean, at what point do we actually does anybody trust Moraine anymore? Can you? Can you pass your warder off to another Aes Sedai? Can you pass your warder off to a, another Aes Sedai? Uh, read and find out, my friend. You're going to have to read and find out. Okay. <laughs> so I just don't I know think if it's a good question. That is like, possible. Yeah, because you would want, like, but I don't wouldn't know. that be the I don't, easy I don't thing know to do? If you're, is that I what don't, you're saying? I don't know, though. I don't know, though, because if you, would you want, if you're, would you want, to have a relationship with your warder? I don't know that she would. It's almost like dating a coworker, right? Oh yeah, I hey, I'm with you. I understand that. I could see yeah. I could see I could see it I could see it going both ways because on one hand, on one hand it's like, well, 
there's this bond. But at the same time, it's like if you sort of have control over them a little bit, uh, is that person going to love you as much if you can put if you were to say put them into situations they might not want to go into? Are you uh-huh. going to be hesitant to use them? Are you going to be hesitant? So I can see it going both ways. On one hand, it's the, it's it could make their bond that much stronger if theoretically naive were to be able to and land were to be able to be bonded. But at the same time, is it dangerous? Is it is dang- it dangerous in the first place to fall in love with the with? With your warder. And then also, could it put them in dangerous situations because she would be hesitant and then land can't be used to his full mm-hmm. ability, you know? Matt, you're asking good questions, my friend. Tough. I, I think good questions, what, just good, just good things to think about. Well, and think about this too, real quick. So the green Aja, at least like the battle Aja, I mean, they are, it has been said up, up, up to this point that there are times where they will marry or they will take on more than one warder or that they even become, it's been hinted that romantic um, and it might even have been flat out stated, right. but like, I'm sure that happens a lot. I mean, I'm yeah, sure, but I'm is sure there a, that happens I, a lot. Is there a conflict though? Is there a conflict? Is there, right. I mean, yeah. you know, are, are you going to, I don't know, cause Moraine is always so dedicated to whatever it takes to get ran to the last battle. Like, look, if that means to sacrifice her warder, she'll do it. She's dedicated to her cause. She's dedicated to mm-hmm. this. And the blues are very much like that, you know. But uh, I don't know. Is it, Would you be compromised? Great question, man. This is really uh, a good question. That's all I'll say. I think about it a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right here. So next uh, chapter, chapter eight, over the border. So now we're going to shift. Um, we're going to go to Nynaeve, Elaine, Tom, Julian, uh, and a group of white cloaks, which is actually a lot of the chapters coming. Is, or yes. is, is We're going sort of back to uh, Tom and Elaine. Um, and really, I guess, to, to just give you a, a big sort of what we're going to be talking about. And I'm a little bit ahead, too, um, of this block of chapters. Man, there's a lot of a lot of this, like, what's going on with you and Tom? You know, and I need, oh my god! Know, yeah, well, something's up between you and Tom, and it's well, you know. And then it finally, if I, it'll finally come out that well, he's kind of. I kind of view him like a father figure a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's they get they, they bicker a little bit here about behavior and what what you should do. I think Nynaeve is she's the wisdom right, and she's always been kind of in charge. But like Elaine is growing up, uh, Egwene is growing up, and she. You know, as much as she's nitpicking them about a certain, you know, certain few things, they're also looking at her saying, hey, um, you know, then this batch of chapters, Nynaeve, get, they, they drink uh, that tea, right? And she's kind of like captured for a hot second. Uh, that, that whole situation happens. And she what like, doesn't, is, want I mean, to, doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> yeah. How many times do the how many times do these girls get captured? I mean, gee, I mean, come on. Man. Hey, but they I didn't mean, need Matt help my God, to get out of tear. Just, I you know, know, but good literally, I mean, I mean, literally, it's like hey, they're not fools to die. To just they're not fools to die. Is there pattern to just get captured over and over and over again? Hey, I, I remember I was I remember because because I'm I'm a little bit further ahead, and so I remember reading this. I read this like uh, I think like you know over a week ago or whatever. And I when I got to that part, I was just like, "Are you freaking serious?" They, I mean, they serious? get captured for a bit. Well. I mean that could, that's that. <laughs> that's Here we like go their entire story yeah. is getting is getting captured. Yeah. Hey, the the wheel weaves as the wheel wills. All right. So this is this is you know. I mean, look, 
It happens, man. It happens. I, it does do something here to... Um, I mean, this is it is kind of cool. They're on their own. They do have Tom and Julian, and they're making their way. They're worried about Mo Gideon. Uh, they're they're trying to get like re reunited with um, well the White Tower. I mean, they're trying to get back, and they've sought out. They're still tracking some of the Black Aja. They've got intel on that. They've had their encounter. So now it's just sort of like let's let's get back and. Nynaeve believes that she's seen like the ears and eyes kind of of the yellow Aja. She's seen a symbol for that goes in here and yeah, man, they're drugged. They are, they're given, uh, I forget what the T is called. Uh, I'm sure someone's screaming at their podcast device right now. Um, it's a special T well, though. I, that I, Nynaeve... I just, I did, I just did a search. Okay. Yeah. And fr and, and even, and thankfully, uh, this search goes, this search goes up to where we're at. Says, does anybody make a count of the number of times Egwene, Nynaeve, and Elaine, you know, got caught? And it's literally once per book. Yeah. It's a pattern. <laughs> it's a pattern. On? Then they got to get out. Then they got to get out. You know, they have to get away. So, uh, yeah. I'm yeah. sure it's going to happen you? more yeah. times going forward. Yeah. I, so we're going to talk about these. And in, 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 yes, it is. Let's weave all of these kind of together because these, I think for the next couple of chapters, like you said, we are kind of with Elaine and we're, right. we're working on these things, right? So, um, yes, she goes in with like the same mistress. I think it's Makura, Makura is, is her last name, mm -hmm. um, Rhonda, Rhonda, and mm -hmm. you've got her assistant Lucy there. So that's who these, these two individuals are that they go in and they are, they're drugged. They are drugged. So, are they are they working with the Black Aja, Matt? Are they you know are they are they dark friends? I mean, is this something that the White Tower wants them to do? It's it's all this kind of stuff that Nynaeve is is thinking about. So, um, yeah, it sucks that they've they've been captured once again. So, yeah, uh, let me just read this to you guys. So Nynaeve makes it clear uh, to Makura that Julian knows ways to make people talk so actually oh hold on wait, let me back up actually um so let's see just as elaine is regaining some of her motor skills lucy gives her another dose and she loses consciousness again so they're continuing to dose these girls with tea and and to put them under i think it's fork root or something i can't remember what the root is called uh it's a special type of tea that causes look, them to not be up. able to cha channel or whatever so when she wakes up, her ability to move comes back slowly again. Then the door crashes open and Tom is in the doorway demanding to know what Lucy gave them. Nynaeve tells him uh, it was Rhonda. Uh, Rhonda is brought, mm -hmm. is brought in a bit later by Julian. He found her when she was trying to get into the house the back way. Uh, it's time for the interrogation. So Nynaeve makes it clear to Rhonda that, look, Julian is not a guy to be messed with. He makes people talk. Julian plays his part well, uh, starts to kind of, you know, talk about ropes and things that he might need to interrogate did to interrogate her. Uh, Rhonda decides to talk. She gave them the real message. The reason she drugged them uh, was because of a description of Elaine was was passed with instructions to send her back to the White Tower. Uh, and so the question is, you know, why would Suan Sanchez? want her back in Tarvalin after she sent them away. 
the only name they can they can ring out of um of of the woman is one of the i think it's a yellow sister right um a yellow elaine has has seen but doesn't know very well uh she hardly seems the type to be black aja so she swears that she serves the yellows, not the black Aja. Convinced there is nothing more to learn, they tie the two of them up. They go downstairs, and and we're kind of you know moving on there. So they're learning something about where they're headed, and they're they're. I mean, they don't really at this time understand everything that is going that has gone on at the White Tower. So we're back at this perspective where it's like we you know you and I know because we've read um, what happened to Swan. And we know Elida and what's the split that, that's right. taking place. They They've got to figure though. this out. Yeah. So they're going to work through all that. What's the, what's your, what's the English teacher term? Is dramatic irony? Yeah. Uh-huh. Isn't that what that is? That's right. It's where we where know we, something we know that something the characters the char- don't. Yeah. There we go, man. There we go. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Um, I have the description here. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, the, oh, go ahead if you're going to finish. I, no, no. What's, yeah. What's yeah, the root? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's god! It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool here. And actually, the the, the descript the description isn't necessary. It's not as non spoiler. So, uh, it says fork root affects both male and female channelers, but it remains to be seen if fork root would block the use of the true power taken from the dark one. The main feature of fork root is the inhibition of access to the true source. Physical symptoms of fork root poisoning for a channeler initially include fatigue, dizziness, weakness to the point of inability to move or speak until finally unconsciousness. Sounds an awful lot like when I drink White Claw. (laughs) It takes effect fairly quickly while its effects take a while to wear off. After revival from the unconscious state, weakness does persist and as does difficulty with channeling. Um, then it says they get headaches. I mean, literally, it sounds exactly like just sort of being hung over. Um, but here we go. It says non. Um, it also says it does not affect non-channelers in the same way. A person who cannot channel can consume far greater quantities um, with vastly reduced side effects. The amount needed to knock out a channeler would barely affect someone unable to touch touch the true source. It seems that fork root was uh, an herbal remedy of some kind of before the discovery of its effect on channelers. Yeah. But it's never explicitly stated. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's pretty interesting that it doesn't, aff- that it only affects channelers pretty much. Right. Yeah. And so you, you, this, this individual has to have some connection with the white tower. We know that. Um, and then, yeah, you're using something specific on these, you know, uh, air quote, I said, I, uh, yeah, to, to incapacitate them. So, now, at the very end of that chapter, there is this odd little thing where uh, she wakes up, right? Elaine and Nynaeve have escaped, and then she kind of goes to, I forget his name. There's an individual, uh, Avi, I think, uh, and, si- and sending like two pigeons, to, to send two pigeons, um, one to Tarvalin, and then there is a copy of the note that is sent west. So, yeah, he, he picks up a, a uh, after she leaves... Avi like picks up a sheet of paper that was beneath the one she was writing on so he can see what she wrote as he always does. uh, He makes a copy of it and sends it off to a third direction to whom is not known. So just want to throw it out there. There's some mystery at the end of that. Like what is happening uh, with these messages being sent? You almost got people watching people got, you know, you're sending it to the white tower. Well, this other person's getting informed as well. So, yeah. 
Uh, okay, all right, chapter 11, which I think was probably my favorite chapter of the bunch, uh, The Nine Horse Hitch. So we're moving back to Swan, Leanne, Min, and Logan, right? So this is the chapter, and again, we're assuming everyone has sort of read these chapters, I think, mm -hmm. uh, as, yeah. as we as we go through them. So if we don't necessarily cover everything, that's, that's sort of why. Um, this is the chapter where Suan uh, pretends to sort of... You know, we're gonna go talk to Mistress uh, Tharn, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Who's kind of who kind of runs this like inn, and she's you know looking for talents. And Suan oh, goes, yeah. and she's kind of, oh, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I can sing this song, and they're sort of playing it up, and then they go into a back room and start to talk about some other things. But I just found that I found I found this like you know it's it's a funny sort of world building. You know, getting to know some of these characters, especially Suan um, and Logan and stuff like that, a little bit more because we really haven't had a lot. We're just sort of beginning to learn more about them than just this sort of, especially Suan. Then, you know, we viewed her before as just the, she's like the seat, the arm, you know, she's yeah. the yes. head of the White Tower and, and all of this stuff. And so now we're getting to learn a little bit more about her as a person. And so I really appreciated this chapter for that. Yeah, for sure. This is this is cool. I mean, it is it is interesting. I'm I think when you first find out that Suan has um, been stilled, and then we're we're like, well, that's over. And it's just like, no, this is such an important character that. And I I, I remember when I was first reading, I'm like, wow, what? Like, she's not just going away. Like her and Leanne are like not going away. They're also with a main like a huge character, Min. And then you're like, why is Logan still around? You know, like why are these characters? And then you start to say, well, oh, hold on a second, you've got a couple. They're all, what do they have in common? You start to say, okay, they're gentled or stilled. And then there's men who can see symbols around them. It's a really interesting yeah. uh, group to follow. And we don't get a lot, you know, we, again, we're bouncing around between um, leaving Tanchico and we're over in the waste with Rand. And then we're here uh, in, in Lugard with, with men um, and, and Suan and Leanne and Loghain. And it's, it, it is really interesting. Also, it is neat to kind of see kind of some of the, white tower dealings you know and the eyes and ears and the spy network and and who was in charge of that how do you how do you find this other group of of uh individuals like the blues like mainly the blue aja um who are uh didn't agree with the you know what elida did or maybe didn't agree with the stilling of suan but now they're kind of regrouping in salidar like the the name is given right um salidara is that the guy you say it Maybe mm -hmm. do, you, do you remember from the audio? But yeah, it's, yeah. it's the it's a name that's yeah, dropped yeah, yeah. where where which um yeah she knows the name but yeah tells, I mean it's it's spelled yeah. S A L L I E D A E R E but it sounds like Sally S A L L Y D A R A yeah. like if you were yeah Sally Dara yeah 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 so that's uh that, that's an important and we'll kind of follow that here in, in just a bit and then you flash over to men um you know kind of looking at watching Logan and leanne and Logan is disgruntled while the men were hanging around leanne leanne's totally shifted into someone who she's using kind of her like uh, you know basically she's reverting back to some of the stuff she learned from her mother and um mm -hmm. her damani wiles if you will like she's seducing yep. men and, and feminine wiles man sometimes you just gotta i don't know them. it's yeah. guys we're just telling you what the book says i mean that's what it says uh <laughs> so, so uh, you know do they work i don't know um yeah they they because i mean the whole thing is they're, they're also here at a place where they're getting cat cat calls they're getting whistled at there's tons of stuff going on you know and it's just 
it's um it's it's yeah it's interesting okay so let's anything else in that one i think we're okay we're probably good nope yeah. no we can we can move we can move it was just i i enjoyed that chapter i think just because it's funny the it's conversation funny. between suan and yeah it was just sort of it was, it was a nice change of pace uh from where we had been right uh, by the way also uh this whole block and we finish up to a chapter 16 the one time i've actually started to become excited uh where's parent no Perrin. oh man I mean, is this yeah? Is this the no Perrin book? I mean, come on, jeez. I, Perrin's hey, you gotta book, hang Perrin, in there. Finally, get excited about Perrin. And finally, get excited about Perrin in the last book, and now it's like we haven't even seen him. I'm waiting for it, but yeah, what you get to wait? Not you get to hang in there. Not today, unfortunately. So, so okay. So chapter twelve in Old Pipe, Garth Brynn, Joni, and uh, you know Barum or Bar Barum. Um, so Garth Brynn rides into Lugard, where Barham reports that Suwan and the others had left the day before. Barham says that the Domani girl kicked up a fuss in the nine-horse hitch, but it settled down. He also reported that a fellow with shoulders uh, was with them and concludes uh, that it is Dolan or Logan. He also tells Garth that the White Cloaks are in town, but Garth says that they are not to worry about the White Cloaks anymore. Joni says that he spoke to two merchants guards who had seen Mara um, in the Good Night's Ride. Uh, he concludes that by asking for a job there, she was trying to get away from Dolan. Uh, Gareth finds it interesting that Joni holds no animosity towards these women, despite his lump. Um, Byram speculates that they are headed into Giladon, Altara, or Amadisia. So they're on the run, and Garth and these guys are looking for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's really it. I mean, the the big thing I think to take away too, and as we'll just go ahead and shift into the next chapter too, which is thirteen. There, there is um more and more you're hearing about a growing number of white cloak sightings. Okay, so I think that's important. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's something that we've just mentioned, and but like over and over, you kind of keep seeing uh, that there are more white cloaks, and I think this is the chapter where they stop at. Yeah, they stop at the light of truth. Uh, apparently, an end the white cloaks frequent. Makes sense. The light of truth, my friend. Sounds like a good place to go. There right? we go. Uh, yeah, so this is, All they right. they get to, so our, our group, we're back again with Elaine, Nynaeve, Tom, Julen. Um, oh, and Vale and Luca. By the way, this is the, where they come across this kind of um, circus, menagerie or whatever situation, and they're, they're tipping. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy randomly just comes across, they, they come across this group, and Nynaeve's really stingy with her money, and this is one of those Elaine and her kind of get into a back and forth about should you have tipped him more, should you have given him more, and, you know, I don't know. It's just there's a lot of bickering between those two and a lot of still trying to figure each other out, but also a lot of respect for each, for, for, for one another. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, that's 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 where we're at. But there's there's more. They, they do eventually stop at this uh, light of truth in where the white cloaks are at they take a room tom and julian have to sleep in the barn the two men decide uh to see what they can learn in the common room and around town Nynaeve warns them not to disturb uh for them not to disturb them for anything less than trollocs and uh, they are still planning to meet with like Egwene, right they want to take the ring um they want to go to the dream world and there they have a, a designated kind of meeting place in, in time with Egwene, who is sneaking around in in the dream world she's not supposed to be doing this and she's she goes in there with kind of escorts but she's still doing some lingering around so that's actually 
and the next chapter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the next chapter, A Small Room in Sayenda. Um, this is cool, too, because this is where we start to see a little bit of, you know, we're back with Elaine Nynaeve um, as they're riding across the countryside of Amadicia. They're going back. They're making their way back to Tarvalon. And this is when we're starting to talk a little bit more, um, you know, that, you know, it says Nynaeve declares that she will behave as though the Black Aja has it has control of the tower until they receive news to the contrary. Oh, yeah. OK. Remember, they obviously weren't they weren't there. Yeah. yeah. They were out when when all that stuff happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yes. And I forgot this. That is a part. I was just in that chapter, too. Yeah, that is the... Because they received the message. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's like they're kind of flying blind here and you got to figure out, like, like what do we do? Like, you're getting bits and pieces of knowledge about Tarvalin, things that happened there. Why are we being recalled? Um, yet Suan sent us away. Uh, this lady drugged us. Things seem a little fishy. And so, yeah, they're calling all of that into question. And you're right. Nynaeve is deciding, yeah, I don't know that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pretend like the Black Aja is in control here and we're, we're outnumbered. We got to, we got to fend for ourselves. We got to do our own thing. And, and, and yeah. So yeah, they do have that conversation. That's, that's a big one, right? That's right before they come across the traveling circus and things. Yeah. Right. And then, so. I, and then they go to, they go to, right. Do they stop the light of truth or the light quote? Light white cloaks frequent, and then she goes in uh, to sort of the 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 dream world, right? Or well, she mm-hmm. and then yep. uh, it's Nynaeve's turn with the ring, right? Right. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, and that gets us now to to our, so, our meeting to the next chapter. Yeah, meeting. Yeah. So yeah. So Nynaeve appears in Teleron Riyadh in the heart of the stone. She calls for Bergetta, um, who soon comes. Nynaeve asks if Guy uh, Guidel, uh, who makes her quite nervous, is around. Bergetta um, or Berget. I think some people go back and forth on it. Um, replies hey, that she throw out Brigida that, uh, too. Okay, <laughs> Brigida. A lot of people say it differently, right? <laughs> um, I'm for me, it's Burget. Burget Silverbow is how is how I would preferably say it. But the show is probably going to come out and change it, and well, yeah. So uh, Burget uh, <laughs> tells her that um, her time is quite different in Teleron, Riyadh, than in the real world, and it could be years before she was born again, um, while only weeks or months in Teleron, Riyadh. Naive then questions her about the Forsaken, Lanfear, Ravian, Samael, Grendel, uh, Demondrian, and uh, Semerage uh, have all been seen by Burget. Nynaeve is worried about Brigitte being seen, but she shrugs it off and says that each of the Forsaken has been stalking the others unseen. Nynaeve thinks they're all plotting, but Brigitte does not know what they are up to, but that their work has never um, boded well for the world, waking or dreaming. Nynaeve wants her to continue to try to find out what they're up to, but take no risks. She then asks if she's seen Mogadine, and Burgett has not. The archer reminds Nynaeve that Mogadine was not called the spider for no reason. Um, so then Burgett turns to leave, and Nynaeve asks her um, to let to let her tell Egwene and the wise ones about Burgett. Burgett refuses and, disappear- and disappears. Yep. Nynaeve is me, trying me... on dresses. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I just yeah, I just want to jump in re- just just real quick because I think uh, one thing it, it, this is yeah, Brigitte Brigitte Silverbow is here Burgette. and right Brigitte. Sorry, Brigitte. <laughs> yeah, we'll start However, however um, you want to do it, it's fine. Yeah, we'll probably go. We'll probably go back and forth. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she 
she, you know, she she's powerful. She she knows her way around here. And to say that Mogideon is like able to even hide from her is is pretty cool. So this Mo Mogideon person is able to kind of like spy on the other Forsaken and is the spider. Uh, and you had some pretty significant uh, individuals mentioned there, like like these Forsaken are plotting and working and spying on one another. It's a dangerous freaking place to be, man. You know, I mean, they're they're. I I feel like it's never um like you do get the moments where it's like the Forsaken are back, but like it seems to slowly creep up on you. And it, there's there's almost, almost moments where you're like, like this is one of those where you're like, holy wait a second, you know, uh, Ravine, Landfear, Grendel, Demondred, like they're all freaking mm -hmm. there. Mogideon, like mm -hmm. how many of these guys are there? You start to go, holy smokes, man! It just it just well, seems like there's, well, there's thirteen of the thirteen Forsaken, right? They're powerful, and how they're powerful. Them, I don't. How many? How many of them have we already killed? I mean, I think there's only like six left. We'll just keep. Yeah, actually, we should them. do a so recap. How many of them are there? Yeah, <laughs> we should. Yeah, how many? Yeah, because there's yeah. The, there's the two we kill at the beginning, the very you know, and then Balzamon's gone, wrecked. Good or God, is he? wrecked, <laughs> or is he? <laughs> See, that's also part of the problem too, which is. Uh, yeah. Slayer, I think he's. I think he, no, I think he, he's still out there, aka Lord Luke, right? Slayer. But Perrin yeah. wrecked him, but but Perrin wrecked him in the dream world, right? He kills him in the dream world. Mm hmm. Because he, he shot him with Did the he arrow. Him? You shot him with the arrow, yeah. He vanished. So what didn't he? Can, yeah. If you die, if you die in the dream <laughs> world, are you dead in the regular? Here we world? go, folks. Why do we open this <laughs> box of marbles? Um, just a great because you, as you said, uh, he 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 shot him, disappeared. Lord yeah. Luke shows Wrecked. up in again. What's up with these forsaken? Is there, are they like? Is there a connection there? Yeah. Are they that yeah. good? I mean, so I don't know. There's 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 still a handful left. Um, so yeah. In, anyway, uh, so, okay. So back to where we were. So Nynaeve is about to meet Egwene. Um, then Eve's trying on dresses when Egwene comes upon her, uh, which also that happens a lot. Just something that how often does it happen that like girls are like changing when another girl walks in? Oh, yeah. All on the, the ship. Yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. It's just like, OK, well, Robert George is something I've noticed anyway. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, Nynaeve, uh Egwene shows up. Nynaeve immediately asks, how's Lan doing? Uh, Egwene assures her he's fine. Nynaeve informs Egwene that they've reached Amadicia and about their encounter with uh, Ron Makura, um, Rhonda Makura, and she leaves out the fact that the that Mistress Makura succeeded in capturing them. She insists claims that she was able to identify the fork route immediately. Egwene then gives her... News from the side of from her side of the Dragon Wall. Kuladin crossing the spine of the world and Rand eager to follow him. She tells him about Nynaeve, or she tells Nynaeve that Moraine obeys Rand, which shocks mm -hmm. Nynaeve. And she finds herself agreeing with um Melaine that men have no business ordering I Sedai. Well then, mm -hmm. Nynaeve is what I have to say about that. He's not an ordinary man, okay? He's the dragon Let's go. reborn. Yeah, I like to call him okay. Lord Dragon. I'll go ahead. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he who comes with the dawn. There we go. Okay. Give him all his titles. Now, it's not any man. It's not any man, but this is exactly why Tom 
says, whoa, the Aes Sedai think they're all high and above everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I don't trust them. Something I still fishy. don't trust the Aes Sedai. Well, look at what's going on. Something look, fishy. Look what we've said this whole time, right? I mean, this is supposed to be one of the most powerful places, like the, like the White Tower, that whole thing. What's going on there? You've got gray men walking through the halls, assassins. You, the Black Aja actually does exist, and we've been chasing them, and they've been there. Who else is Black Aja? You know what I mean? How many dark friends do we have in that tower? I don't trust any of them. You know, and they can channel. I don't. I don't. But I, we're gonna we're gonna gentle any man. Oh, and then who can, and, and then you as, know. yeah. As soon as a, as soon as a man as soon as a man gets power, as well, we got to go <laughs> shut him down. Okay. Well, Randall Thor <laughs> is the Dragon Reborn, and the last time I checked, it says that he is the one that's supposed to fight in the last battle. Not all these I said I. Nobody else guaranteed, okay. are they? <laughs> so there's no prophecy saying Nobody else. that anybody else is gonna be there. <laughs> Uh, if it's if if you if is it the dragon that's supposed to take on the dark one or is it the Aes Sedai? Okay, because the Aes Sedai have been a huge organization for a long time. You know, you know what Aes Sedai rhymes with another failed organization from another fandom, Jedi. Okay, Holy. The Jedi Council, the Aes Sedai Council. Well, they both fall, and who is it that saves them? Oh yeah, one man, one hero. You know. Luke Skywalker, uh-huh. aka Randall Thor. I mean, they're pretty much both the same. have power swords. Uh, yeah, same thing. Right, same thing. <laughs> Sometimes, hey, you know. So, yeah, I I, and if it were the other way around, I'd agree too. If the I said I were men, and it was one female that's supposed to do it, absolutely, they're the dragon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, you know, so uh, Moraine. It, you look at like this is all shocking for naive, right? But um, Moraine, I think we're coming up to that chapter here, where she basically says um, she remembered how, like, she she went back to one of her earliest lessons in, like, how to channel, and you had to, kind of, for, you had to surrender to the, like, the source. Like, when men channel, they have to, like, uh, grab it by force and wrestle with it or whatever, yada, yada. It's more of a violent thing versus, like, when females channel the power, they surrender to it, and it's, like, almost what she's doing with Rand is she is bringing him under her control and she is, you know, kind of um, doing what is necessary, if you will, but it's by following his orders, by doing what he says. And so we'll get mm-hmm. to that in a second. That actually, that, that, actually, that actually is that. I, I mean, we're almost done. That, that is actually the next chapter because okay. we're almost done there. And so the, so the next chapter is split up. So we're still with um, Nynaeve and, and Egwene and they're sort of just talking in the, they're sort of just continuing their their sort of conversation, uh, but then it moves, and they're sort of talking about what fork root. That's kind of like a big a big part of it. Okay. Um, yep. And then, right, and then it moves to Egwene, um, and she's back in the in the camp, and this is where she has a big conversation with Moraine about a lot of things. Um, and one of the things is she sort of brings news to Egwene, brings news to Moraine that. White Tower has been taken. And yeah. Yes. And Swan that was hasn't 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 been found, and everybody's answering to Eliida. Yeah, that's something. So she and Nynaeve, right? They go. Nynaeve visualizes herself back at the tower. They're rifling through the papers. They're in the dream world, trying to figure out um, what this doesn't seem like. Suan. There's basically this order to kind of capture um, or to arrest more rain. 
uh seems like her that's her good friend right so moraine is good friends with suan and so when she comes back to tell moraine about it moraine i if i remember right she's just kind of like hey i gotta do what i gotta do i gotta i gotta you know it it really just all is as the as the wheel weaves man you know like i gotta get ran there to to like she almost wishes too that people wouldn't have split like she, I think I think that was the thing, right? She Moraine almost wishes that the tower wouldn't have split uh, in defense of Suan or whatever. It, you need a she values and sees that you need a united tower, and we don't have that. Right. So, yeah. yeah let's just I mean, let's just say that let's. Just, I I think the word good friends. I think I think you could replace the word good with something else as, but you know, we're we'll 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 get to that. Hey. Unless you've read New Spring, okay? All right. I mean Hey, we got a we got a pigeon about New Spring <laughs> coming up. So we'll, we'll talk about that. So Oh god. So um yeah, so it so anyway, uh, so then the, really the kind of kind of the cool the cool thing in in this part um is as they're sort of talking um, and you already went over a little bit about it, but how my Moraine's going to help help him, and she's having that conversation. But uh, the big the big kind of takeaway here is that Egwene sort of realizes that Moraine's tone around her and the way she talks to her has shifted a little bit, and it's and she's seeing. I think she's starting to see me a little more as equal as as like a full eye to eye. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That is that, and that's something I was talking about earlier too. Just as she's watching, like, like Egwene is growing up. Their their characters are deve- like her character is developing. Um, Elaine is as well, and Nynaeve is struggling with this whole like, well, I used to be, you know, I'm the wisdom. I'm in charge. Like, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, and she has trouble kind of admitting that she's failed in a way or that she that she's got, got captured or that she got tricked in like with the whole fork root situation mm-hmm. uh and almost doesn't tell the truth and it's like well it's just a little lie it doesn't really i didn't have to it's not really a lie and I, I just omitted what really right. happened but well then why say something now you know like so Egwene's kind of calling right. her out a little bit and Nynaeve's like oh yeah okay well so there's a little bit of a power shift i guess is the best way to say it right so right yeah mm-hmm Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So then we finish actually with kind of a, a short chapter as we go to chapter 16, just kind of the way, kind of the way this, this happens. Um, an unexpected offer, Nynaeve, Elaine, Galad, Tom, and Julian. Um, they wake up in the light of truth. Uh, one of the inns in Sayenda, uh, Amadicia. They had decided to leave the town for Tyr that day when Galad appears, dressed in the Child of Light uniform. He offers to take Elaine to Camelin, where she, in his opinion, belongs. Uh, you know, see, there's a man. There is a man coming in saying, I think I know what's right. See? So it goes both ways, all right? Right. That's where true. Where she belongs. Come on, man. Yeah, get out of here. It goes both ways. And sometimes you have the men saying, I think I know better. And sometimes you have the women saying, you know what? Elaine, first of all, is, well, she is an Aes Sedai. But she's not really in the I'm, think I'm better than everyone thing. No, also, no, no, no. Daughter of the Armelin seat, man. I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So she's she is ready to inherit the throne of Camelin, you know, right? So she's like next in line. Yeah. So she's a big deal. And I get like Galad is is like overprotective and just like, look, we got to get you back, you know, type of thing. Right. But yeah. I mean, she you know, yeah, she does what she wants, man. So she's Elaine is cool because you're right. She doesn't actually fit in that hole for, for someone who was born into like royalty. 
uh, Nynaeve even compliments her on this. Like she admits when she's wrong. Uh, she, she will admit when she's wrong. And I think that's an interesting thing. A lot of these characters have to have to admit like their shortcomings. They have to deal with like uh, areas in their life or, you know, parts of the story where they were inadequate or they messed up or they, they, you know, have to learn and grow. Um, Galad is a very interesting individual and the compass that guides him is one that scares Elaine, you know, like actually his moral compass and what yeah. he's willing to do. And that's strange. Right. And now he's like, you know, with the white cloaks. And like I said, keep in mind, the white cloak presence is growing, growing and growing and growing. So mm-hmm. that's, that's going to be something right. to pay attention to. He's also not really that skilled as a fighter. So yeah, apparently he got beat with a guy, you know, who had a, uh, you know, a quarter staff. So that was in like, Matt was in like a coma. Matt was Matt's basically in a in like some sort of like weird sick and you know. God, we're just he's basically people. like at ten percent. He he's at he's at ten percent. He comes out and is like, I got this. And just uh, yeah. wrecks him. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So either Matt's that good, or either Matt's that good, or Galad's that bad. Right. Yeah. Or maybe just underestimated him. You literally underestimated his power. His one power. Whoa. Whoa. Matt's got the one power. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great fight. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, well, I think they on? all kind of do a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah, they do. Taviran, baby, Taviran. So yeah, but uh, it's kind of like the Force in a way, really. It's like even though you can't, even though you can't channel, if you're Taviran, seems like the one power is involved. Uh, yeah, some strange stuff goes on around around you know, Matt. And is Baron. the yeah. is 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 it? I mean, is the Taviran? So is like. I guess tech. That's it. if you're Taviran, is it the one power that influences? Because does the one power drive the wheel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you could right? say that's all kind. Of, yeah, exactly. It's all driven by that power. Can you tap into it and channel it? Is the difference between like being a channeler, and then these guys are spun right. out by the pattern to be Taviran, which they draw. They're they're strong. I call them like strong threads that right. pull other threads to them as need right. be. So, yeah. I mean, right. so well, it's ultimately, like, you so can in trace like, it in back like Star Wars, in, in like yeah, the power. Right. So, in like in in Star Wars, I guess this is an easy sort of comparison. It's like just because you're not a Jedi does not mean that the Force. Oh yeah. Guy will like will spin you in a certain way. Yeah, this uh, Maxi Big is the Force. You know what I mean? It's so, I, <laughs> yeah. And that I think you think about. Um, there's a reverence for the power and and what it does and how it kind of moves individuals or moves the yeah the the, the wheel of time and how it moves and how the pattern is kind of spun out from that. Uh, it is. It's all connected. Whether you're yeah, like it's it is almost a, a close. Like using Jedi and the Force is not that far off, really, because Force sensitive, not Force sensitive, but really everyone, it, like the Force is what, uh, you know, the in between, right? The connecting of particles and pieces of everything. It's it's, mm-hmm. it's it's there. Whether you're tapped into it and using it to move rocks is, you know, is the thing that we sometimes look at like, well, are you a channeler or are you not a channeler? But yeah, to, I mean, right. these individuals are, are born. Actually, one thing we don't really bring up a whole lot is there are some individuals who, they can be taught or like if they're not found like that spark that's in them or that that ability to channel i mean maybe they they went to the tower and it it wasn't enough like so there's all sorts of varying levels of people who are connected well i'm like the wisdoms i mean so like had yeah. had Nynaeve never gone on to become an i said i she would still 
have the power and i guess technically that's that is sort of channeling yeah, but yeah. i guess you take somebody who you know it's it's somebody who's just like a farmer that's going to live and die and they are not necessarily that important in the thread but somebody that is important in the thread the one power is ultimately deciding that their path is going to be specific mm-hmm. and and go, and go a certain way so it's still yeah. gonna yeah you're right still guide the, still guided by the power there is some guidance yeah and like the the predetermining sort of with with Taviran, you know and like they are set on this course and people will kind of you know be pulled in around them flock um, to them and they and they can shift things and do things yeah yeah crazy stuff happens when they go to cities and everyone's getting married and well, I mean, why when is Matt, it what, when Matt, Matt, when, when Matt gamble when 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 Matt when Matt gambles he wins I mean how is that not a power right yeah exactly yeah the the, the luck yeah uh, here, here's my thing what I've been thinking about this as I get older and older uh why has a Taviran not walked through my town you know what I mean still single over here I could be married with <laughs> where is my Taviran walking through my city <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Wow, I think some people. I think some people in our world are Taviran, right? Good and bad. I think throughout history, you look at people. It's like how it, I'm a history major, so I do think it's interesting. I find a lot of people, whether they're good or bad, throughout history, just incredibly interesting. When you just think about like, and sometimes I use the word impressive because like even the bad people throughout history, you're still like, how did this person rise to this power? Yeah, how did they rise to this sphere of influence? Like, I'll throw it out there. I know it's it's kind of crazy, but like Hitler, how like you're talking about a guy that's like a painter and sort of a loser and goes on to become arguably like the most influential person. I mean, yeah. 500 years from now, they'll still be talking about like Hitler as this ultimate evil guy. How did that guy do it? You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy to think about. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I do wonder what you look at other Jordan... people, you know, you yeah, where he drew inspiration, and he just looks yeah. at, and yeah, you look at good people like Gandhi, you know, stuff like that. Throughout history, it's like just crazy right. to think that that person's path took them down that road, and that's what they that's what well, they did. And you think about the simplicity of these guys being just from the two rivers, and they're just chosen individuals who go on to this, you know, from what we've seen so far, pretty great feats, you know. And I think if you were a student of history, you look at it and you say, this guy came from nothing. Like, who is this nah. guy? Right. And I think maybe all of like, I don't know, he wasn't born into royalty, wasn't born into like when you see those situations, you go, there's something else going on there. I don't know. Or, or is there? I mean, I think if you're trying to, you know, think about it in terms of, I don't know, the spirit or spirituality or just what moves the universe type of thing, it's, it's a cool thing to think about. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, right. guys. Well, uh, that's that's kind of it for our chapters this time around. Next time around, hopefully we have some more show news to talk as like a trailer or another teaser. God, I would love that. Or some more images or something, man. But uh, as we get closer and closer, I think there's less and less things likely to happen. Like, I don't think Jimmy and I had this conversation. I don't think we're seeing Elaine season one. Don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. At this point now. I know it's wild to say that, but Which means are we going to, are we going to are, and I'm also thinking, I know, I know where we kind of thought like, Oh, we're going to get through this book. I think that's off. I think that whole timetable of sure. two books a season, I think it's, here's the adaptation. Cause now that I'm a lot further and I've seen more of Logan's story, 
Yeah. Yeah. I we we might end season one with the with the like they might shift stuff totally around. The tower might fall, and that might be why we have Logan season one because they want to have him out on the road season two. They could really change some stuff, man. I they mean, could what if really they ch- change stuff? And then maybe right now, maybe they all come together. Maybe they all come together, and so season two ends with like the horn sounding. And we've talked about this. Like maybe the horn will sound at tier, right? And so yeah. you combine like the calendar and you combine some events and just make it that much more epic. But it's still this it's still sort of the same thing. It's just at tier where it happens, like, you know, when he gets calendar as opposed to where does it happen in the Great Hunt? Uh where does the Great Hunt end? What city is that in? Falma. 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 Right. So maybe it happens at tier instead of Falma. Right? Maybe that's the route you go. Yeah, so, yeah, I yeah, I it's gonna be yeah. different. And Ray, well, the, the before we close this out here, um, the you know we made some jokes about Rafe, but everything you just said right there, if they really start sure. to alter this, people will be like, you know what, is he the guy? Is he the guy for the job? <laughs> I'm kidding. They'll they'll question it. They'll question yeah. it as long as it's good. I mean, I'm fine with an adaptation being totally different. Me you too. Know, most comic book movies are to- are totally different, but as long as they're good. You know, you can see the the inspirations. They don't necessarily have to follow that comic uh, exactly. So I'm 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 fine with that. So um, okay. So uh, we want to thank you for answering the call. In our next episode, we will be discussing the Fires of Heaven, Part Three, Chapter Seventeen through Twenty Five. Absolutely. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a message at thehornofalier at gmail We will see you soon, and remember that the grave is no bar to our call. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.